0: After nearly a decade of private research involving experiments with recorded brainwave frequencies, extrasensory cognition, and a mix of rare psychoactive plants and funguses found only in the Peruvian rainforest, Dr. Thomas Rossner perfected a technique whereby one could actually intrude into the psyche and see another's thoughts. Despite having exhaustively documented his rigorous work, he could find no institution that would even offer to review it. Regretfully, the doctor was forced to sell his invention. He found, by word of mouth, among those whom he procured his experiment's psychoactive plants and funguses, a prospective buyer. Enter the bête noire of an old New York family, Mr. John M. Dunn, a voyeuristic connoisseur of the weird, strange, and paranormal. Mr. Dunn readily agreed to the doctor's asking price, without haggling delighted at the prospect of exploring such a bizarre novelty. Once adept at the operation of the apparatus, Dunn paid Mr. Rossner off, and under an assumed name rented a shabby house within a view of Western Penitentiary. In the timeless night, while the convicts fitfully slept, with the aid of a set of stolen blueprints and his new mind-reading device, he raided their memories cell by cell at the liberty to savor the forbidden thrills of thefts molestations, moonlit homicides, in secret, without remorse or consequence. Within a month, the prisoners, telling each other about the nightmares from which they had all begun abruptly to awaken from, discovered they shared striking similarities. First, a parade of alligators and tortoises winding through a swamp crowded with faceless people and surrounded by trees that let out blood-curdling screams. Next, A shadowy man, whom they looked at directly but could never quite see, would watch them in utter stillness from the window of an empty house. All while they experienced the sensation of invisible hands probing behind their eyes as they had to stand naked, legs locked in place, unable to move or defend themselves. Their compared descriptions of the house were identical to that of a house that they could all see through the prison's barred windows. By mutual agreement, it was planned that the first of them to receive parole or be released would search this house and investigate the source of their troubling dreams. A few days after being freed, their chosen spy was able to inform them in a coded message that he had broken into the house at night and found a gaunt, mustached man in a silk smoking jacket seated bolt upright, head thrust back, both eyes gaping mouth stuck open in a stiffened gasp, clenched hands gripping the arms of his chair in front of some sort of scientific machine. In a handwritten journal on the desk told the whole story of his adventures prying, unconstrained through their psyches, plundering the haunted memories of criminal after criminal. Seeking ever more shameful and unspeakable experiences, in his journal he finally wrote, October 29th, of his overwhelming desire to witness telepathically the next execution in the prison's notorious electric chair. The strangest part was written below. It said, For the weird, the strange, and the paranormal, tune into the Far Side podcast with Brian Keppel, Robert Slavinsky, and Deej Penhollow on October 31st. The show's Twitter handle is at Farside Pod and a simple search for Farside Podcast on Facebook to reach the show's Facebook page. Farside will be available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. The show's recorded in partnership with Nerd Talkless Podcast Network.